Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit MeetMolinaCA.com. Let's talk today. Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. And happy Monday. Here we are back at it for another episode. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you don't follow me on all socials, what's up? Why is there beef? Everything you can find me at La Crystal Rosas. Check out my online boutique. LaCrystalRosas.com. Click on that shop tab. I'm still working on getting my laptop like figured out because it has no storage available, so I can't even open Final Cut. So I haven't been able to upload any of my dang YouTube videos, but you guys know that you can go back for days on there. So on YouTube, I'm at La Crystal Rosas, and I'm live on the radio Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Listen to me and Maxwell afternoons on Z100, New York's number one hit music station. And also, um, what else? Oh, yeah, on the weekends, I'm on multiple stations across the country, so you can see through my socials, which ones I'm on. In particular, San Francisco, Saturdays 3 to 8 p.m. I'm on in Austin, Texas, 7 to midnight. I'm on in Fresno, California, Sundays from like 10 a.m. to 3, 2 p.m. And then in North Carolina in the triad, like Greensboro and all that, I'm on um, Sundays 11 p.m. to 4 p.m. I hope I got those right. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to get into Crystal's Cave. I just want to do a little inventory check, see how you're feeling, see how you're doing. Summertime is coming to a sad, sad end. Um, I saw this survey that said a lot of people thought that this was the worst summer ever, but I did not have the worst summer ever. My worst summer ever was lightweight last summer when I went through a whole depression and episode panic attacks manic episodes um and then bounced back bounced back look what happens when you drink water and eat healthy so this summer was really really awesome for me but not for everyone and that is okay we all can't have the best summer ever every year of our lives Let's just make sure that we're going to make fall the best fall, okay? We're going to get into it. It's snuggle season. It's cuddle season. It's pumpkin and spice season. We're wearing our cardigans. We're wearing our fall boots, matching with the hats. So there's there's stuff to look forward to this fall, okay? We have Thanksgiving. We have Halloween. We have the fall time. We have the corn mazes, you know what I'm saying? So that's something to look forward to, okay? If this summer was a flop for us, then we're making the fall not a flop. But, yeah, I'm doing great, as you can hear. I had a really great weekend. It was super fun. It was chill. It was relaxing. It was crazy. 
I had a great week as well, and we're getting into that in Crystal's Cave. This is a segment where I talk about me, myself, I, and we're getting into it right now. First of all, look at me, responsible, popping out the podcast as soon as I'm supposed to, not making any excuses, because y'all know I am tired AF today, and the last thing I want to do is stay after work and talk even more than I've talked this entire weekend, week, the weekend prior it's just been so insane. I'm so excited and ready to tell you every single detail of what happened in my nine-day Vegas bender. Um, well, first of all, round of applause for me for staying alive, for not dying, not going to jail, not getting stranded at an airport. This has been such an incredible and insane past like 10, 12 days, and I'm going to spill all about it right here in Crystal's Nightcap. But first, please subscribe if you haven't subscribed. Share the podcast with your friends if you're really liking it. I'm live on the radio in New York City, baby, Monday through Friday, 2 to 6 p.m. with Maxwell. You can listen on our free iHeartRadio app. If you're not in New York, don't worry. You can listen uh, on our free iHeartRadio app, <laughs> like I just said. Or if you are in New York, you can listen on the radio. I'm on tons of stations on the weekends, so check my socials to see which ones. On everything, I'm at La Crystal Rosas. Shop on my online boutique. Thank you, everyone who's been ordering and buying face masks, fanny packs, sunglasses. All this stuff is up at lacrystalrosas.com. And I have my YouTube channel as well. I finally got my computer working with Final Cut. So I'm like 80% done with editing the Vegas vlog. So you're going to see the craziness that I could not put on my Instagram story <laughs> because there's a lot of eyes watching there and my Instagram stories have been having, I've had to be more tame and sane on there, but my vlog, it's a free for all. It's a yoga. So you're going to see a seven at the strip club, throwing up in the limo. You're going to see <laughs> me twerking on random people and just chugging, chugging, chugging handles of alcohol and you're, trust me, going to love it. So that is all in my YouTube channel at La Crystal Rosas. And Crystal's Nightcap on Instagram at Crystal's Nightcap has officially turned into a meme page. I'm getting tons of great feedback from it. I'm so happy you're liking it. So if you haven't yet, go follow our Instagram at Crystal's Nightcap. All right. We're just going to get into it. Crystal's Cave. We're going to go through my Instagram story archives because you guys know that's how I, I can remember things. Mostly it's my close friends. So we're getting into it in this segment called Crystal's Cave. I talk about me, my life, my day. We're getting into it right meow. Hello. Who's in here? It's so dark. Ew. What's dripping? Did I just step on something? You're now inside Crystal's Cave. Day one. On my way to the airport. Um, I'm already kind of running behind. I'm going to my least favorite airport in Newark. And it's already a disaster because Mother Nature decided to just throw a hatchet at my crotch. And your girl had a good old YI. If you don't know what a YI is, if you've never had to go to CVS and pick up that three-day monostat, good for you. Okay? But there's some of us that our pH balances get a little... <laughs> A little weird, and that's when you have a YI. Now, I'm not going to even say what it actually stands for. Ladies, y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't get it confused with a UTI. That really sucked. Honestly, that would have sucked a lot more than the YI that I had, but I'm already running late because I had to go to CVS and get some Monistat and learn how this works because I haven't had a YI, I think, since like high school. But um, here I am running to CVS, have to get some Monistat, I'm running late to the airport. 
I'm meeting up with my coworker Maxwell and my other ex coworker, and all of us. She's in the bathroom with me, trying to help me figure out how to put this in, and it is just a hot, disgusting discretion of a mess. So that was my flight, okay? And then there's a $34 bagel that I bought at the Newark Airport. Honestly, the bagel was delicious, but it was $34 cuz Crisal wants a fried egg on there. She wants avocado, she wants caramelized onions, she wants Did I say avocado? Probably. Um, And it was a great bagel. But then what was really a letdown was the Bloody Mary that was $20 in a clear, a small clear cup. And it just wasn't good. It was so ungood that I literally threw it away after taking like a sip or two. But yeah, that was the morning. And then I touched down on the flight. I had to go get a COVID test where I want to touch down. So I can get my credentials. I headed to the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas to do a little run through of our show because Max and I are in charge of like the pre-show and the post-show and the daytime stage and the interview. It was just it was so much. So that was the first part, and then I ended up uh, getting ready a little bit because it's also my best friend in the whole world, DJ Yogioli's birthday. It's her birthday. It's also La Dia de la Independencia for us Mexicanos, Independence Day weekend. So she's over here at Caesars Palace at Omnia effing it up. She's a DJ. She be having her residencies. She's right now on tour with Pitbull. She has so much going on, and I'm so lucky that she invited me to her little birthday dinner, which was at a restaurant uh, where was it? The Virgin Hotel. So I got all cute, got ready for that. Then went with her to her club gig at Omnia at Caesars Palace. There was a whole mariachi band there. It was crazy. It was great. It was so, so, so much fun. And But I called it a night early. I think I left around 1.45 after being up that whole day because I had to be on my A game the next day for our iHeartRadio Music Festival. So... That was that. I got all my outfits and everything ready. Your girl had three outfit changes. I was thriving. I woke up in a really good mood. And I didn't really have to be camera ready until 3 p.m. So I woke up like at 10. Started started going off hard. Went to the pool. Sw- I, did I swam? No, I hit the hot tub uh, because I had already done my hair. So I didn't want to get my hair messy. But the, the server there was beyond awesome his name is jacoby jacoby at the nomad in vegas you are the one because i really only ordered like a coffee and some like fried chicken for the morning but then here comes jacoby giving me a mimosa and then a skinny pina colada and then another one and then a whole fruit platter like jacoby's out here treating me like a queen thank you jacoby for that so then after that i was kind of tipsy not gonna lie but i had to run to the t-mobile arena get ready for what was just a night of interviewing the craziest, awesomest artists. Let me tell you, we interviewed Nelly. We interviewed uh, some of these people. I honestly had forgotten their names. The Kid, The Roy. Um, let me just actually get the list out. How about that? Young Blood. He's this. He's a rocker. He's young. He used to date Halsey. He is amazing. I also interviewed Phineas, who is uh, Billie Eilish's brother. He was real cool. We interviewed the kid, the Roy. We <laughs> I, did I mention Nelly? So Nelly comes up, and I have my girl in because duh, I have to rep the Bay. And Nelly's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let me bring out my girl. So then Nelly brings out his grill, which was amazing. So we interviewed a whole bunch of people night one, and then after the show, which ended at like 11 p.m. Oh, Tate McRae as well. It ended about 11 p.m. Um, <clears throat> then Max and I was in charge of the post show. So it was kind of like 
it was honestly like E News vibes. Like as like we were wrapping up the show and it was on like Twitter Live and Facebook Live and streaming as well on YouTube. So it was just us going over the show and like people that we met and like outfits that we loved and then our team of like Tony and Chelsea and um, Jaime, James, everyone was just like so, so freaking cool. We interviewed like Conan Gray as well. And then that was night one. Really, really exhausting, but super fun. I got to take some really cute promo photos and like did a little like video stuff. It was so great. So that was night one. And then day two of our iHeartRadio Music Festival was the daytime stage. So fell asleep, woke up. I had an earlier call time. I had to be at the daytime stage at like one I believe and that's when I was doing me and Max were doing that live x live so every time an artist would come off of the stage or about to be on the stage we would interview them so I did some work with Sweetie I also met um I met freaking Mario Lopez can we take a second first of all he's an icon he is amazing like saved by the bell and all the work he does now never stops like he's like America's sweetheart never does anything wrong like he is so cool Mario Lopez looks better in person than he even does on camera and on camera he looks like a 10 out of 10 in person he is even better and not only that he is like the nicest person ever like he was so sweet so nice I was really starstruck meeting him and I also got to meet Big Boy from Big Boy's Neighborhood in um, L.A., our sister station over there. And then I also got to meet Jay Cruz from the Jay Cruz Show, who, let me just say, like, he is so supportive of me. Like, he does not need to ever throw me love or show me love, but he's constantly in my comments, like, throwing me hella love. He's constantly on Instagram Lives, just giving me shine. And then in person, I'm just, I was just so thankful that I got to meet him because he is someone in the industry who has really been supportive of me and like knows how hard it is for us Latinos in here to make moves, especially as Latinas, as females. So him just sharing that, like, keep doing what you're doing. I love how authentic you are and how fun you are. I love seeing the comment content you do with your mom, like coming from him because he is a radio legend and like still going up and still working really hard. I'm just, I'm really humbled when there's people like him who throw love to me and people like Big Boy who sat with me and Yoli and told us about his radio story and and was like just giving us gems. And that was honestly more of what I was excited about. I mean, the artists were cool and all and like interviewing them was great. But having some actual one on one time off camera, off the mic with radio legends that I look up to so much and them being so cool and so excited for me and my journey that made my whole weekend honestly like out of everything on the iHeartRadio Music Festival obviously the work that I did and interviewing was great but I think number number one was meeting Jay Cruz and having a conversation with Big Boy just like me literally interviewing him off camera and off mic about his life because it was just so cool and then meeting J. Crew's wife, like she's just beautiful and amazing. Like it, it, it was just, it was really awesome to see these radio people that I've looked up to for so long, like in and around my area and giving me props and rooting for me. So that was very, very cool. Um, and then the daytime stage, after the daytime stage, I headed over to T-Mobile Arena and had to keep doing interviews and content for that. So that's when we interviewed, um, let me tell you. Okay, so it was Olivia Holt. She's like a TV star. She also does acting and stuff. Conan Gray did that one. CL did that one. Gabby Barrett, she's a country artist. The group All Time Low, we interviewed them twice, as well as Youngblood. Asher Angel, he's an actor, dancer, singer. Uh, he does everything. He was amazing. 
Sam Hunt, the country star Sam Hunt. Are you kidding me? Dang, if he wasn't married. 24K Golden, he is from 24K Golden. He is from the Bay. He's killing it. He has a song Mood. We interviewed him. Khalid, amazing to interview him again. I've I've hung out with him a few times in person and on Zoom. It was really great to see him in person. Uh Tate McRae, you hear her song, You Broke Me First. She was great. Billy freaking Eilish. We interviewed Billie Eilish, you guys. She's amazing. Not a diva at all. And I've never heard that she was a diva or rude. Um, but just just knowing how big she is, you could think that she's a, she could be a brat if she wanted to. No. She is a sweetheart. She wasn't rushing anything. She was really ex- genuinely excited to be there. And she was excited to perform, like, for everyone. So that was great to see. Um, I interviewed Sweetie again. And then we freaking interviewed Journey. The band Journey. The don't stop believing journey. Let me tell you, my parents growing up, like I didn't really listen to music in English. I listened to like La Raza from the Bay. I listened to Juan Gabriel. You guys know. I listened to Los Bukis, Rocio Dulcal, Talia. I listened to stuff like that. So I didn't really listen to American music until I was a little older, like in the seventh and eighth grade. Well, like, fifth and sixth grade, I started listening to, like, the Black Eyed Peas and, like, Eminem and stuff like that. That's, like, really what I remember and, like, kind of alternative. But in the seventh grade was when we started having dances. And I remember at my first, like, seventh grade dance, one song that the entire gym went crazy to was Don't Stop Believing," And I had never heard that song before. And so I was like, I went home and I Googled those lyrics. And I made sure that for the next dance, I knew that song, which I did. And, I mean, it's obviously an American staple, Journey, duh. And a lot of the guys are, um, one, of the, one of the new guys on Journey is Filipino, I think. That's what I was hearing. And, I, and then I, I might be wrong, but I think some of the Journey guys are from the Bay. I might be wrong. Nope, I just fact-checked. They are from the Bay. They're from San Francisco, duh. So, yeah, 1973, Journey's an American rock band formed in San Francisco. So cool. So iconic. Freaking Journey, man. Like, that... Like I, I was just like standing in rock and roll presence, and they were so sweet. They were so nice. Our interview is on our iHeartRadio YouTube page, so if you want to go see that, you can see that. I, I can't believe that I got to hang out with them. Like they are history. So, hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier. About extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit MeetMolinaCA.com. Let's talk today. Then we did our night show, our, our post show after that. That I mean, Sunday was a long day. It was like a, a over a 15-hour day for me, which is fine. I mean, I complain and like, I, I love this stuff. It was really, really fun, but it is a lot of work. And I was just talking and talking and talking and interviewing and smiling and laughing. It was great, though. Um, so we did our post show, and that was what we thought a disaster because our lives weren't working. The T-Mobile Arena started, like, pulling out a whole bunch of Wi-Fi. It was getting a little crazy backstage. Like, people started crying and screaming. Because, like, this was supposed to be, this was, like, a big part of the content that we were supposed to get done. 
after the fact, we found out that it ended up going smoothly, even though it didn't look like it was going smoothly at first. So we wrapped it up, and it was amazing. Um, ended up going out with some of my coworkers. We had a little after party, and I was really happy to. I don't want to. You know, I'm not gonna put nobody on blast. Like I can't put. I can't be as open as I was in San Francisco about coworkers and things that happen because it's just the stakes are a lot. High. The stakes are really high in San Francisco, but here in New York, like people kind of are out to get other people a lot, lot more. So I just have to be very cautious about what I share about my coworkers. So let's just say that we all had a grand old time afterwards. So that was Sunday and I took a fat nap um, after that, but I woke up. No, that was Saturday. That was Saturday. I woke up Sunday morning. My primo was in town. Cousin Hector. Cousin Hector was in town because we're starting Esteban's birthday celebration. Now, Esteban doesn't roll in until Monday, but we wanted to get a head start. And Hector just had a few days off. So Hector came in Sunday morning and right away went to the pool party. Hit the pool party up. My Nino and Nina came through with Esteban's parents. And, yep, I blacked out at the pool party. What's new? I always black out at pool parties. That's just my thing. I don't know when to stop. So I ended up getting dragged out of the pool party by my uncles, and they took me to get food, which I barely remember. I was browned out. The hostess didn't want to let me in because I had no clothes on. I only had a swimsuit. They let me leave my clothes at the pool. And then um, I had to wrap a towel around myself and put a, a scarf around the top of me because I just looked like a hot mess. Um, apparently, I kept telling the waiter that we're ready, we're ready, even though we had already ordered and our food was on the way. Clearly, I was hungry. I woke up pulling up to my Theo and Thea's house. I'm like, how did I get here? Like, what is happening? And I just rolled into the, the guest bedroom. Woke up at like three in the morning, very confused <laughs> and noticed that I only had like one nipple cover. Like I always like to keep those pasties on. Even if I'm wearing a swimsuit, I'm always wearing my pasties because one time when I was in Cabo, no, it was Cancun for Elisa's wedding. Um, y'all, y'all pointed out that I had a nip slip and I vouched to myself that I would never let that happen again. So anytime I'm wearing any outfit, I'm always, always, always wearing my pasties. So no nip slips can ever happen, but now I'm in distress because I can't find my other pasty. I'm like, wow, this is a mess. Then I get up and I go to the fridge to grab some water, and um, I'm drinking some water at like 3 in the morning, and what do I see on the kitchen counter? My second pasty. Wow. My Nina did that. My Nina was able to save the secondary pasty, and then their dog, Bella, came and snuggled with me. I, yeah, Y'all know I'm not a big fan of dogs. I'm not the biggest fan of dogs. I've had very traumatizing experience with more than a few of them. That's why I'm a cat person. But let me just tell you about Stella. She is the cutest dog in the whole world. And um, what is she like? Uh, she's not. She's not like really. Is she a beagle? She's kind of like a Frenchie, but a big, big Frenchie. I think she's a terrier. I, I don't really know what she is, but I cuddled all night with Stella. Stella was so excited to cuddle with someone. She even peed on the bed. Amazing. But, yeah, that was that. Um, and then Monday was when Esteban was coming through. So I woke up Monday morning. My toes and my nails were crusty AF. All of my, like, press-ons had fallen off. So I went to the nail salon to pamper myself a little bit. And then I hit up Ross because I needed some more clothes. So I hit up Ross Stress for less. And, yeah, Esteban came through around 2 p.m. We hit the the outlets because he needed some clothes and then right after that and then we bought some bottles for the hotel room and then right after that uh, we headed straight to the strip to get into our hotel room and start the night so around 
around 6 o'clock was when uh, we were getting ready to go to dinner. And Esteban's mom, um, his his mom came through from the Bay as well. Esteban's parents are divorced. Um, and she came through with her some of her family. And she took us to Catch. Okay, look at us having dinner at Catch. And honestly, she's so sweet because she paid for the whole thing. Love her so much. She paid for Catch. And then right after Catch, we got on... The limo. I got a limo first. And Junior came. My brother. My brother came too. Oh, my God. Junior has been in Arizona working like a dog. And he's finally done with his project in Arizona. So he was able to slide through for Esteban's birthday. Thank the Lord he did. He slid through. And um, while we were having dinner, he pulled up. So Hector went to go get him. And then all in that, one dinner was over. Our limo was ready. So we hopped into our white stretch Hummer limo. (laughs) So we all piled in. The first stop was to go pick up my BFF, Elisa. Y'all know Elisa. I was in her and her man's wedding um, in the, the, the Bachelorette. Remember the crazy ratchet Bachelorette? Actually, that Bachelorette was so crazy that I had to take down the podcast. Like, I... There were some things in there that were said that would get me got. And I had to take down that podcast, even though that podcast was... Honestly, the most epic thing I've ever recorded. So I had to take down that podcast. And then her wedding was in Cabo. I mean, uh, Cancun. Remember that? Y'all hear me talk about Elisa all the time. She's one of my besties. She was coming through. It's also we're celebrating her birthday this month. And she just wanted to see me. Like, she wanted to hang out with me. She only went to Vegas because I was going and celebrating Esteban's birthday. And I wanted her to be part of that. So her and her mans came through. That was the first stop in the limo to go pick up Elisa. Amazing. We're already four shots in at that point. Then the second stop was the liquor store to get another bottle. Did that. Then the third stop was the uh, that whole dispensary because we have some 420 friends uh, in the limo. So we went to hit Planet 13, which was it was called, and we did that. And then after that, um, it was about to be... Esteban's birthday at midnight. Esteban wasn't 21 yet. He couldn't go into Planet 13. He is. He does. He does. He's not 420 friendly. He doesn't even do that. So I stayed outside with him. Um, but then it was going to be midnight. So we decided that for midnight we were going to go to the Vegas sign. So our limo driver, what was his name? Derek or something? Amber. His name was. Albert. Albert was his name. Albert took us to the Vegas sign, and we popped bottles, and we popped poppers at the Vegas sign for midnight, first day was actual 21. That was epic. Honestly, that was epic. You're going to see that in the vlog. It was amazing. Right after that, we were like, okay, are we going to go to a bar? Are we going to go to a club? And we didn't really want to go to a club. Some of us haven't been vaccinated yet. Um, for specific reasons. So we were like, we don't want to be with hella, hella strangers and hella people. So what should we do? The strip club! So me, all my cousins, my brother, my tia, her her primas, Esteban's other tios, we all went to the strip club, ladies and gentlemen. So we went to the first strip club, which was called Sapphire. And at first, he was like, okay, you guys get a bottle. It'll be 500 for like the 10 of you. I'm like, hey, that's 50 a person. We could definitely do that. Plus, we're going to throw ones. So as soon as I say yes, he goes inside, comes back out. He's like, ooh, actually, it's going to be 800 for all of you. I'm like, you're playing me because you just said it was going to be 500 Now you're saying it's 800 I don't like being lied to. I don't like being played. There's no reason it should be $80 just for us to get into this strip club because you already know we're going to spend 
money on these girls, dancers, queens out here. So no, everyone back in the limo. So I ordered everyone back in the limo and they all agreed. They were all like, yeah, no, no, no. So I was like, Albert, take us to the cheapest strip club in Vegas. So we pull up to Deja Vu. We pull up to Deja Vu, y'all. And um, I'm talking to the guy in the front. I'm like, hey, we got 10 out here. We're ready to throw. What's it looking like? He's like, it's looking like 35 a person. I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. So then he says, let me just warn you, there's only like two to three dancers in there. And I'm like, you know what? We don't even care. We just want to see some booty tang. That's all we want to see. We want to stand on a see some booty. We want to throw some money on these strippers. Let's freaking go. So we all pile into deja vu. There's only like eight people in there and only one stripper at the moment, which is fine. She was bad. She was doing her thing. So we get in there. Obviously, Esteban's 21. He's never, well, you can be 18 and over in a strip club, but he's never been in a strip club. Um, And it's just such a funny 180 because when I was first talking on the podcast, like we would have these conversations about strip clubs. Like I would never let my man in a strip club. This was me talking. I would never let my man in a strip club. Like I was even so mad at my ex at the time for like trying to go to strip clubs when I was working in Vegas. You know, like it was just, it's just hilarious how time has changed. And now I'm over here pioneering everyone to go to the strip club and I think it has to do with the insecurity thing. It has to do with an age thing. Like, when you're younger, like, you're a little more insecure about yourself, maybe, and you you get a little more scared of your man, like, fawning over other women. And now I'm at the point, I mean, obviously, I don't have a, a full man's, but I'm just at the point where I'm grown, I've seen it all, and I want to see more of it. So we go to the strip club, and she's over there doing her thing. We're over here giving Esteban money. He's over here just throwing all them. We're like, yo, you need to slow down, Esteban. Like, he is so drunk at this moment, and it is so hilarious, and he's living his best life, and his mom is kind of, like, not trying to watch. This is kind of weird, but also it's kind of funny, and she's also super cool, and it is just so fun. We're getting buckets of beer. We're drinking. Um, and Esteban's throwing this money like like we like there's no money to spare. I'm like, you need to slow down, little bro. You gotta calm down a little bit, cause uh, we I already spent six hundred on limo, and, <laughs> and Jessica paid for everyone to get in, and cousin Hector bought the hotel and all the bottles. Like, let's chill out. But nonetheless, Junior's pulling out money. Our uncles are throwing out money. Like, it is a grand old time. And we're at the strip club for, like, maybe two hours. We're getting hungry. And we're like, y'all don't have food. Y'all don't have food. They're like, we don't have food. We don't have food. But we can get some snacks. And we're like, sure. So the dancers, they they are going straight to heaven. They honestly, out of the kindness of their own hearts, went to the back and got the dancer snacks that are for the girls, right? They're for the girls and maybe some of the staff. They brought us out those snacks. So they bring us like hot Cheetos, Doritos, fruit snacks. And so we're just chugging beer, chugging hot shit, like chugging hot Cheetos, like so hungry at this point. Um, and it is just a grand old time. So again, yeah, my esophagus was repenting. My esophagus was not happy about this, but it was what it was. Uh, we all stormed back into the limo. We're dropping some people off at different hotels. And then Esteban's getting woozy. And here he goes. Here he goes. Yak star, he's a runner, he's a yak star. Esteban will throw up in your limo. He will throw up in your stretch car. Esteban is a yak star king and just starts throwing up all over this white Hummer. And we're trying to... (laughs) 
he's throwing up in like the red solo cups that we have. So he throws up in a cup, hands it to Jessica, my cousin Jessica, the one who not only she survived leukemia, she survived cancer, now she's surviving Vegas, she's surviving Esteban's throw up. As soon as she gets the red solo cup full of Esteban's yak, it spills all over her, all over her hair. I. I'm like trying to control my laughter, but also trying to control the situation and trying to control the $500 fee that I have to pay because of this. So um, there goes that. Elisa's trying to help as well. All the boys are like throwing up out the windows because they're throwing up, seeing the throw ups. I'm like, you guys get it together, please. But yeah, um, that wasn't cute. But honestly, I would have had it no other way because at the end... Because beginning when we first started, I already gave Albert six hundo for the limo, and then it was a five hundred dollar charge on top of that for Stevan being Yak Star, and then I paid for the tip, which was I think even like two hundred bucks or something like that. So that was pricey. That was a pricey night. That was a very pricey night, but it's totally worth it for my little nugget, Esteban. Like we have all been waiting our whole lives for him to turn twenty one, and we were gonna go hard, which we did a little too hard, but it was fine. So that was that. Um, all of that is going to be in the vlog. Make sure you're there. And Esteban, when we all woke up the next morning, was very, very disappointed in himself. Like he couldn't even, like his stomach and esophagus was burning. Um, he had never gone that hard, but we were also proud of it. So then we did a little exploring, went to the Bellagio. Um, we were kind of just like walking around. Um, just chilling, getting some food, and then it was time for round two, night two. We're going to meet up with my Theo Juvie and Eileen, um, Esteban's dad and stepmom, to go get some dinner. So we go to Carbone. Oh, my God. I've never been to any Car- Carbones before. I, I They might have one in, in the Bay. I don't know. But I know for a fact they have one in New York City. And it's kind of like the place that people go to. It's like historic, it's fancy, it's expensive. So my, um, we wanted to have reservations at Carbone and oh my God, we ordered dang near everything on the menu and it was so good. Like my boo thing wants to take me to dinner soon and I'm gonna tell him, you need to take me to Carbone. You're taking me to Carbone. We had the shrimp scampi, we had lobster raviolis, we had tortellini filled with cheese we had the elbow pasta we had the ribeye steak we had everything and more it was it was just impeccable impeccable and then when the dessert came out it came out in separate cakes and they're like you can pick which desserts you want i was like all of them all of them so we tried every single dessert on the menu and it was so good there were, I think, like eight of us, and it came out to like a hundred a person, which like was for the food that we got and the stuff that we like. We don't order any drinks, but for the food that we got, it was so so worth it. Like, if you want to do a special birthday dinner, if you want to do something special, ball out a little bit, make a reservation at Carbone. You, it's at the Aria. You are not gonna be disappointed. It was so so good. So by this time. Uh, we all are kind of like trying to figure out what to do and where to go. So we decide that we're just going to go to the casino and gamble a little bit. So we start gambling. And my, our, our friend Anthony, Elisa's husband, tells me, Crystal, let's go play craps. And I'm like, I've never played craps before. It looks complicated. He's like, listen, it's not complicated and it's really, really fun. 
So I'm like, okay. So we get to the craps table, and oh my God, did we have fun. It was me, Esteban, Elisa, my brother, um, my tios, uh, my tío Chuvi, my tía Eileen. And we're just at the craps tables, and pretty, like, craps is not hard, okay? I'm lightweight a gambler now. I'm lightweight addicted to gambling, okay? Because it was me and Anthony trying to gamble the whole night, and her, her his his woman's, uh, my bestie, saying, no, come on, you guys, come on, let's stop, let's stop spending money. Um, but my goal was just to take out 200 Nothing crazy, nothing hella hella crazy. I'm at the I'm at the career point in my life where if I want to gamble, I'm okay with losing two hundred dollars. Okay. Some people they're like I'm gonna take out a thousand. Some people are like I'm gonna take out twenty. I was like I want to have fun. I want to spend a little time gambling. I want to learn a little more and play a little more. I'll take out two hundred. So I take out two hundred. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit MeetMolinaCA.com. Let's talk today. We're playing craps. This is how craps works, okay? You have two dice. Everyone kind of takes turns rolling the dice. But if it's your turn, you roll and you just don't want to hit a seven. No, you do want to hit a seven. You want to hit a seven or an 11 and then you all win. Um, you all win what you bet, okay? Now, if you get, let's say, like a three, four, five, six, uh, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, then um, on your second roll or your first roll, then you keep, keep, keep rolling until you get that number again. And then once you get that number again, then you all win. But if your first roll isn't a seven or an 11, and then you hit a seven or 11, then you lose. So the goal is the first round, the first roll, you want seven or 11. If you don't, then you want to get that number. So it was just like a lot of like throwing the dice and then just like kind of amping each other up, hoping you get the number, and then you may or may not get the number. You might win, you might lose, and then the next person rolls the dice. So, so fun. So, so fun. Go play craps. If you've never played before, go play with a group. It is really, really fun, and the, the table gets full, and everyone's excited. Everyone's making side bets because you're either betting on the number or you're betting that it's going to be an, a 9-3 or 8. Like It's really fun. So we were playing that. And then we started playing a roulette, and I told y'all roulette is my game. I started going in on roulette. I mean, I started going off and off and off. At one point, I think I was up 400. I didn't I didn't know this, but Anthony told me that at one point I was even up 400. So I would have gone like my whole 600 back. Um, but I kept playing. I kept playing. And then at the end of the night, I I broke even. I broke even. Um, as soon as I broke even, I was like, you know what? I'm happy. I broke even. So then we started wandering a little more and trying to see if there was like bars or anything open. But it was a Tuesday night and some stuff was like charging and then we were just kind of getting turned. And then I had a little surprise for Elisa at the hotel room. I had decorated the room for her birthday. So I was like, let's go back to the hotel room. Let's just go back. Let's go back. So we went back and, um... It was fun. We were taking some shots. We were drinking a little more. We were playing 21 with goldfish instead of actual chips, uh, trying to practice and learn more about blackjack and stuff like that. And then we passed out. Now, the next day, uh, we had to leave 
bright and early, like at 8.30, because we were going to do a Grand Canyon tour. So by that time, Junior had left. My cousin Hector had left. Um, Jessica had left, and it was me, Esteban, Elisa, and her husband. So we all booked a tour to go to the Grand Canyon. So we got a little rental car, and we headed down there. And I thought the drive was going to be two and a half hours. Three hours in, I'm like, are we almost there? They're like, oh, the drive is four and a half hours, which was fine. I think if I knew it was four and a half hours, I wouldn't have gone. But honestly, because... I'm with my friends and with Esteban, and I haven't seen my friends in a long time. It was totally fine. I had a really good time hanging out with them, cheesemiz in the car. Like, we can talk our heads off. I have a really, really good time with my friends. So we got there. We got to the Grand Canyon, and we're walking around a little bit, and we also have a Hummer tour. We have a big, like a, like, it's kind of like an Indiana Jones kind of car for like uh, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18 people. If it's 18 people, it's this big, big Hummer tour. Look it up if you're trying to go to the Grand Canyon. Now, from Vegas, listen, there's two Grand Canyons. There's one, there's one that's like two hours, two and a half hours away from the Strip, and there's one that's like four and a half hours from the Strip. Everyone said that if you go to the one that's two and a half hours from the Strip, it's not even worth it to not even go. That Just, just take the extra drive to the four and a half hours. So we did that, and honestly, y'all, worth it totally worth it worth it to go at least once um the views were incredible like you just really have such an appreciation for the world and for living in america and having this amazing site there and it's just so beautiful and and there's a whole bunch of elk everywhere we did the sunset tour so we got on the hummer and then we did the sunset tour and Man, it's just like it was giving me like Pocahontas vibes. It was giving me like Big Bear, Brother brother Bear, Brother Bear vibes from Disney. It was really, really cool. We all got the like the the raccoon hats. They were fake. PETA, don't come for me. The fake fur hats, like the funny ones, like the Mark Twain hats. We all got those. And we were wearing them for the whole tour. And we were listening to like banjo music on the way there. Like it was so, so fun. And I'm just so thankful that Elisa set that all up for us and scheduled it all for us and got the rental car and everything because it really was an experience and it wouldn't have been such a good experience without them. So it was me, um, her, her husband, and Esteban, and we had a really good time. So then after that, we even feasted more. There was a steakhouse, the Big E. So that's like the the biggest steakhouse there. And it was not expensive. It was not expensive. Um, I think like the total for the four of us, it was like 120 or 140 for the four of us. So that was good. And we had, we ordered everything again. We had like steak, we had shrimp, we had, man, everything. Potato skins. I love potato skins. Um, we got some dessert at the end. We ordered some drinks. So it was a really good time. It was a really great restaurant and it was really pretty on the inside. Go eat on the inside. It's like a whole theater vibe and it's like rustic. There's like deer heads on the walls and stuff. I know some people are, are against that and I, and I totally, totally understand that. Um, um, I'm not like for it. I'm not like against it. Um, I did appreciate the scenery. I thought it was cool. So then we uh, we ended up staying at the night at a hotel about an hour closer to Vegas. So we drove about an hour in, and we stayed at a, a motel. I think no, it was not a motel. It was the Ramadan. We stayed at one of those. It was a simple hotel. Nothing crazy. Next morning, we woke up really early. I think at six because we had to get the car back like at nine or ten because then they were gonna charge us like hella much for to extend it an hour. So then, yeah, the, the drive back was chill. We talked more. I think I fell asleep a little bit. A seven fell asleep a little bit. On the way there, we took turns driving. On the way back, um, it was fine. And then we got back to the Strip around 10 a.m. So then we decided to get ready because we wanted to go do a pool party. So we do, ugh, again, me and these day pool parties, we do 
marquee daytime pool party by this time. Um, our other friend, Crystal, came through with some of her friends. And um, Esteban is going to go hang out with his friends that had just touched down. Okay, Esteban didn't want to do the pool party. He wanted to go do the Lazy River at the MGM. We wanted to go do a pool party. And since Esteban wasn't there, I was going to wall out. I was going to... I was going to wall out. Single Crystal was going to come through. Single Crystal was going to come through. So we get to Marquee, have a little cabana there because it's one of the other friend's birthdays. And this is interesting because I thought that 420 was legal all over Vegas. There's this one guy doing the whole hitteru, And um, he offered me a little hitteru, And I was like, mm, I'm not really down. No, no, no. Peer pressure. Did a tiny, tiny hitteru, Tiny hitteru. And as soon as I handed back the hitteru to the guy who offered it to me, the bouncer came and kicked him out. Kicked him out. And I felt so bad because I'm like, wow, bruh. But I guess you're not allowed to do no hitteroos in Vegas. Uh, so that was one part of it. And then the second part was there was this, like, fine guy that was there. And uh, my best friend, Elisa's husband, was like, yo, Crystal, what guy do you want? I'm like, him. I want him. So after a second, he, like, follows this guy around, brings him to me. And he's like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. No, 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 no. Getting a weird vibe from him. And then we later find out, yes, he has a girlfriend and the girlfriend's there. I'm like, thank goodness I didn't put, put no moves. So then... Um, I'm getting a little too crazy, a little too turned, a little too curly, and I don't even know, I don't even know what I'm drinking at this time, whatever it is, definitely an aphrodisiac, because here I am, like, full on, oh my god, bro, I'm, like, browned out at this point, and, like, flashbacks are coming on to me, but I am, like, full full-on disgustingly making out with this guy in the pool of marquee not only that i'm like backing it up like it's nobody's business like uh climbing him like he's a at&t telephone line it's bad it's really really bad and (laughs) my friends are just amping me up and clapping around me in a circle and just like letting me live my like best single life but i am just clearly unstable should have gone kicked out uh didn't thank goodness i didn't get kicked out um but that was a hot mess he had to leave right away for his flight which like i was like thank god thank god thank god he left for his flight um and that was a hot mess and then i started like slopping slopping around with some other dude this other guy and um Oh, so the first guy, he, like, lives in Texas, but he's from Mexico, and I guess that's why I liked him. I don't know. And then the second guy, he, where is he from? I don't even know where he's from. All I remember was that his name was Trey, um, Dark Skin Daddy, and yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all I could say about that. That's all I could say about that. I woke up in the hotel room. And completely sprawled out. And Elisa and Anthony come through and they're like, whoa, um, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm, I don't even know how I got here. Absolutely not okay. They're like, we're going to dinner. I'm like, go without me. I'm done. I'm I am done. And so and then I end up waking up around 9, 10 p.m., hungry AF. I walk to go get a crab sandwich. Duh. And then it's time to rally again. So I link up with them. I link up with my friends. 
And we end up going hard again. We end up going hard. We want to gamble more. We're gambling more. I end up being up $300, which was so cool. And then I came back down being up only $200. So actually, no, no. I actually was up $300 because when I like checked my wallet, I had a whole... $300 in there. So I'm really happy that I came up, you guys. I came up 300 That's a lot. That is a lot. So then we we passed out. We passed out. Woke up the next day very late. They they wanted to wake up and do a cute little, like, we want to get breakfast and brunch. I'm like, no, I need to sleep. I need to sleep through. So I slept and then uh, woke up and then met up with them. <laughs> met up with Esteban. We got some food, another crab sandwich, and then I got my yardstick, and then we went to the Vanderpump Garden at Caesars Palace, did that, and then from that, I wanted to go to my last night, Friday night. I wanted... Oh, yeah. I had the option of leaving at 3 p.m. on Friday, and I, when I was checking in, they gave me the option to extend my flight to 11 p.m., and I was contemplating and contemplating. Should I just do the red eye? Should I do the red eye? They're like, yes, do the red eye, do the red eye. I'm like, fine, fine, I'll do the red eye. So I pushed my flight from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. And so that gave us time to hit up Old Vegas, downtown Vegas. I've said it before. If if you usually do, like, the strip in Vegas, the strip is fun and all, take a half day and take an Uber. Bless me. Bless me. To Fremont Street. Take an Uber to Fremont Street. Take an Uber to downtown Vegas, also known as Old Vegas. It's like... It's like Reno, Nevada, kind of, but it's such a cool experience. You saw my Instagram story. Like, it's so cool. It's so different. Things are so much cheaper. Like, you can get like, like a whole round of all for all your friends for twenty bucks. Like, go there to get ratchet and crazy. So we did that. We got there. First things first, we're taking Fireball and Red Bull shots, which I think are is kind of the move now. I didn't really care for it at first, but now. Now that I'm getting older, I'm liking it because it's making me, like, it's giving me energy. It's giving me life. It's it's making me crazier. Um, we all know now that vodka just makes me go to sleep, so I'm not doing vodka. Tequila gets me, like, excited, but I still get a little tired sometimes if I don't do it right. Now I know that I need to just go with the Fireball Red Bull because... They really amped me up. We were starting, we were just going crazy, fireball, fireball. And then um, we go to the little store and then I see a whole bunch of I love Las Vegas bikinis. I'm like, you guys, let's all get matching bikinis and just walk around uh, Vegas, Fremont Street. And my girl's like, no, no, I don't want to. I'm like, I will pay for it for you. I will buy it for you. And it's really not the money. She's just like kind of didn't really care to do it. I was like, if I pay for it, please, can we do it? She's like, yeah, fine. So we all get... We all, like, get our little Vegas bikinis, and we're walking around <laughs> Fremont Street with our bikinis, and then we see, like, the airbrush tattoo henna ones, and we're like, oh, my God, can we all do the henna tattoos? And they're like, sure. So we end up each picking surprise henna tattoos for each other, and we're not going to tell each other what they are, but they look like real tattoos. Like, they're black. They're, like, black henna. And... um we end up all doing them for each other. Now, I pick Elisa, and I get on Elisa's back, like a tram stab, a huge gun. <laughs> a huge revolver. Now, Elisa, she's, even though she parties hard, like, she's a, she's a devout Christian. Like, she it, like goes to, does her ministry every Sunday and, like, goes to church a lot with her mom and, like, morally, like, moral standards. Like, she's someone that I look up to when, like, 
as a role model that I want to be like as close to God as she is close to God. Um, whenever I'm in like a, a, a dilemma, like a life dilemma or need help and guidance, I like look up to Elisa for stuff like that, even though. Even though we begin into crazy ratchet situations together, like she really is a good, 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 good person. Like she has a very strong ethic and moral compass. Um, so and like she's not about guns like that. So that's why I just wanted a good old gun. Um, her husband wanted me to go even harder for her. Like he wanted us to destroy each other. Like, like really just end each other's lives. So when I told him I got the gun, he's like, go harder, go harder. I'm like, how can I go harder? And he's like, Put Trump 2024. <laughs> no, we're all Mexican. We are not Trump supporters. I don't hate you if you are a Trump supporter. Like, I believe in what you want to believe in. He said terrible things about my Mexican people that I just cannot agree with. And he's done, he's said and done very awful things in terms of immigration reform. Not saying that our current president is doing anything better or whatever. Just, I mean, politics right now are just in the bin hole. But... We're clearly not at all Trump supporters, at all. So he told me to get Trump 2024 just to ruin her life. And I was like, I can't do that because I can't even take a fun photo of that. Like, I can't even vlog that. Like, I am not encouraging that or doing that. And also, she's, like, dark-skinned. Like, she, she's, like, super dark. So it would have been even more funny. Um, but no, uh, didn't do that. Just ended up doing the gun. They ended up get, getting me, like, a heart, like, those cheesy, cheesy love mom tattoos with our friend from the Bay who is a rapper. And <laughs> we were in his music video. It's super, super fun. Um, it's super, super funny. He's actually, like, a really good guy. And I think he's really, really cool. Uh, they're always trying to couple him and I together for some weird reason. And they also knew that he would have been very flattered if I would have gotten a tattoo of his name on my tramp stamp area. So they picked that for me, which just looks very ghetto like so ghetto so ugly people are like who is this guy and then for our other friend crystal i can't i don't want to end her or ruin her life um which is why i can't exactly say what her tattoo is translated into um but it is a it's a chinese uh, chinese writing it's chinese writing or maybe japanese i I think Chinese, though. I think it's Chinese writing. Um, and it's something that I, it's a name of something that I can't tell you because I don't want her life to get ruined. So I will just be fair and say that. But we all got matching. We all got tramp stamps. And it honestly was iconic. So that was that. And then right after the tramp stamps, I mean, I had to leave. I had to get my flight to the airport. So like at nine o'clock, I had to get the uber and they all told me like listen if your flight gets delayed come back come back to this trip i'm like absolutely because they were gonna do a night swim now not okay if you think i'm crazy during day swims i literally f up night swims like i thrive for night swim parties and i was so sad i had to go like i wanted to change my flight to the next morning but they were gonna charge me 500 dollars more to do that i was like I can't do that. That's not in the budget. That's not in the budget. I'm really sad I had to leave for the night swim, but I had to do what I had to do. Get to the airport. As soon as I get to the airport, they're like, it's delayed. Delayed until 1 a.m. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what? I'm just going to get back on the strip. So I take a taxi back to where they are on the strip. It, they take me to the wrong pool party. So then by this time, I have to get back to the airport. So it was just a waste of me going back and forth. Um, but whatever. I got to see them one last time. Get to the airplane, knock out the whole way home. That was amazing. 
get to Newark, New Jersey airport around seven in the morning. And then take, I just straight taxi day. I'm like, I'm taking taxi. I'm dealing with this train mess. Take a taxi, fall asleep in the taxi, get home around uh, 10. And then at 1, I have to leave to go back to work. I have, okay, party hard, work hard. So I partied extremely hard, and then I had to work extremely hard because I had a nine-hour shift ahead of me. So I get to the station at 2. I had to track all of my weekend shows, um, Wild 94.9 in San Francisco, Fresno, uh, Texas. I had to do all that. And then I was also broadcasting live for Global Citizen. Now, you probably heard of it. Global Citizen is a world concert, a worldwide concert that starts in like Paris, then gets to New York, then gets to LA, and I believe it finishes in Brazil. So how amazing that I was able to do the live broadcast for the New York segment of it, which started at 7 p.m. So I started at 2, tracking all my shows. Uh, By 6, I started prepping for Global Citizen, and at 7, I started going live by myself. Because that's when the, the actual concert in New York started. Now, this was so cool. I was the iHeartRadio host for the Global Citizen for all of the iHeartRadio stations. So this broadcast that I was hosting by myself was on over 150 iHeartRadio stations across the country. I mean, it was on every station that I'm on. So it was in San Francisco. It's in, like, L.A. It's broadcast, like, and everywhere in between. And honestly, like... I remember when I was working in San Francisco, I had to be live in the studio pushing the buttons for people who were hosting these broadcasts. Like, I would be in the studio, I'd be pushing the buttons for them, and I just remember feeling like, wow, like, maybe one day I could do something like that. Maybe one day I could be the host where it's like my voice in all these radio stations, and that was literally this past Saturday. Like, I was so humbled that my boss, like, asked if I could do it. I was, like, so thankful that... He had, like, the the courage in me to do it, that he felt like I had it packed down, that there, there was very little direction that I had. He was like, do you want to do it? Go ahead, do it. And honestly, I freaking killed it. Like, thanks so much to my coworker, Shelly, who did the broadcast before me. Like, I was really nervous because I had never done it, something like that before. And she's like, don't worry, Crystal. You got this. If you want, I'll stay with you for the first one. But I do have dinner reservations. If I felt like you couldn't do this, I would stay. But you're in really good hands with the the people here, your team. And trust me, like, you're going to do fine. And honestly, like, by my first break, I was like, oh, my God, I got this. Like, this is so, like, not so easy, but... I'm prepared for this. Like, I am in a place where I'm not stressing or worried about this. Like, I was stressed and worried a little bit because I didn't realize that it was for 150 stations. I thought it was just going to be for me. Like, at first, I thought it was just going to be for Z100. But no, it was for all the radio stations. And not only that, like, this was to benefit the world. Like, this was a... This was a charity event. All these artists and everyone who was helping out, Elton John, Ariana Grande, Ed Sheeran, Lizzo, Camila, Sean, J-Lo, like all these artists, the BTS, were doing it for free for a charity event. I love, love, love doing charity events. And it was all for a good cause. Um, If you haven't, download the Global Citizen app and see how you can get involved. Um, That's how it was raising money to get COVID vaccines for everyone. It's raising money to end world hunger. And it's also raising money to help battle climate change. They're trying to raise money to get a billion trees planted. Literally a billion trees planted. So it was just so, so cool to be a part of it. And, like, that was my job was, like, between the acts. Like, I'm either going to intro. I freaking intro J-Lo. Like, nationwide. Worldwide. Worldwide. Um, I intro J-Lo. I intro. Because we also 
also have iHeart stations like across in the world. Um, I also intro J Lo, like Ed Sheeran, freaking Coldplay. Coldplay, like my favorite band ever, like one of my favorite bands ever. Tokyo Hotel, I think, is number one, and then Coldplay is like number two. Um, like, I, I, I couldn't believe, I, I couldn't believe that I was doing that because it was just so awesome. And like, I'm watching the performances and then like giving my take on them and like saying what, what, what I loved about it. And it was me, you know, like me kind of like here for the podcast. It was just so amazing, and it was uh, it was a lot. I mean, it was long. I mean, I was tired. I just came home from a nine day bender, but I I was just so humbled that I was able to do that. And honestly, I'm so so privileged to have this job, and I'm so thankful and lucky that I get to do this stuff. And so and thank you, like thank you for letting me do this. This was better than a dream that I could have ever had to do. I didn't know that you know year one of me being here in New York, I'm doing all of these crazy things and all these insane opportunities that I'm getting that I'm ready for and excited about and have so much fun doing. Like, it was so dang fun. Like, my adrenaline for those whole five hours was just on another planet. And I hope next year, because when COVID is over, hopefully we can do it in person. Like, I can be there and broadcast live for it. Nonetheless, it and even if they asked me to do it here at the station again, I would do it again because it was just so amazing. And my family was listening in the Bay. Like... I'm just telling you, like, I, I couldn't believe I was able to do that. And it was just so, so fun. So then that was Saturday night. And um, my boy was there. Like, the guy that I'm dating, Sam, he was at Citizens, at the Global Citizens. Um, so Global Citizens Live. So that's how big it was that, like, everyone in New York City goes. Like, it is huge. So, like, he was able to see Coldplay and J-Lo and um, Camila and stuff. So, so happy that he was there. And he was, like, texting me when he was there, like, telling like telling me who was going on and, like, things that I was able to share on air. I even shared it on air. I was like, when my boyfriends is out there, y'all. Hey, boo. Um, so, it was really cool. So, yeah, I was super, super busy. Um, I, I couldn't hang out with him on Saturday right when I got back. But he wanted to make plans for... Yesterday, so Sunday, oh yeah, Sunday, I was supposed to go to church, but then I didn't send an alarm and I overslept, I woke up at like noon, one of my friends from high school is in town, her name is Sarah, Sarah, oh my god, she is a doll, now Sarah's story is very, very interesting, I don't know if I've talked about it before, I think, I think I wanted to have Sarah on the podcast, but never asked her, I, I didn't know how comfortable she was with coming on the podcast, um, but she is part of the LGBT LGBTQ community. She is the T and LGBT. And Sarah was born a man. And Sarah uh, w- went to high school with me freshman year. We were pretty cool freshman year. I had a mad crush on Sarah. Um, Sarah was, Jake at the time, was just such like a, so hot. Like so freaking hot. I had the fattest crush on Jake. I was friends with him, but he did not pay attention to me at all. He, like we were friends, but he did not like girls. Like he not that he didn't like girls, he just didn't care about us. Like he was cool being friends with us, but he didn't care about us. He was also like a very shy and anxious person. Um so like he never tried anything with me and I was fine being friends with him. Um and then as Jake grew older and grew to know himself more, um, Jake decided that he wanted to live his best life and be live his true life, live his true life as Sarah. So he started transitioning, and now Jake is Sarah, beautiful butterfly. Seeing Sarah in person, uh, she reached out to me. was like, hey, Crystal, like I'm in town. I leave Saturday uh, night, so I just want to see if maybe we can, if you have time to squeeze me in for anything. I'm like, yeah, let's do, let's do lunch. So Sarah and I planned a little lunch um, by my house. 
which was coincidentally by where Sarah was staying. And we just got to catch up since high school, and it was so great seeing her. She's an artist, and she's honestly such an incredible artist. She plays the piano. She plays the cello, the violin, the the guitar. She sings, and she's working on a project right now. She even gave me a little snippet of one of her songs that she recorded, and it is so, so, so good. And I'm honestly just really proud and inspired by her um, not only is she out here living her truth, but she's out here following her dreams of music. And I'm happy that, like, her seeing me in New York living my thing and doing my thing inspired her, too, to try to come out here. She's like, New York is the vibe. It's where I think I need to be. And it was just really, really great catching up with her and seeing what she's been doing so far and hearing parts of her struggles and her journey and seeing how much she's grown from the dark, dark place that we were all in last year. And last year wasn't even the darkest place for her. Like, she's been going through it for years. And seeing her and how she's becoming this beautiful butterfly and, like, you just can't be more happy for people that are really becoming their true selves and you see the trajectory that they're headed to. She's amazing and she's gonna do great things and I'm just so proud on so many levels for her so it was really great seeing seeing Sarah so after that I had to go grocery shopping because oh my god I don't even want to tell you what my dude Sam found in my fridge I'm beyond embarrassed so when I left for Vegas like I tried to give all of my groceries to my uh apartment mate but I left some things behind but I didn't even get to look into my fridge because as soon as I got home from the airport and took a nap, I went straight to work. And then as soon as I woke up the next day, I overslept for church Sunday. So then I went straight to hang out with Sarah. And then after hanging out with Sarah, I needed to get groceries because Sam was coming over and we we're going to make dinner. Sam wanted to take me out to dinner on Sunday night, but I was like, I'm going to be so hungry and tired that I don't, I don't even want to go. I'm not going to want to go out for dinner. I wish that, like, let's just make dinner at the house. And he's like, we've made dinner so many. I'm not talking to you, Siri. He was like, you've cooked like all the times at your house, like, let me just take you out. I'm like, no, like, we'll just cook one more time. I'll leave stuff out to defrost. So I let, did leave stuff to defrost on Saturday, but I didn't have any groceries to go along with what we're going to eat. So I had to run to the grocery store, which I honestly love. Like, I love going to the grocery store. It is just my time to do me and do my thing and just, like, get all the good, healthy food that I want. So I hit up three different grocery stores. Look at me. And I was, like, rushing because Sam was going to come and I needed dinner for him. And then I also invited Sarah to have dinner, which well, I didn't know how Sam was going to. Okay, so if you haven't been keeping up, Sam is the guy from Mexico City who I kind of had tried to friend zone him for a little bit, but that just did not work. And now we're hanging out a lot and whenever we have free time we try to link up and see each other and I'm having a lot a lot of fun with Sam he is a really really good guy he's really fun and he is really nice to me and, and treats me really well so I've been just dating kind of and like hanging out with Sam whenever I can and we were like honestly missing each other like in Vegas like I was missing him a lot but I also was trying to stay present, and I wasn't completely glued to my phone. I was vlogging, but I, I wasn't texting him, like, 24-7, and I really respect that he gives me my space. Like, he isn't, like, a leech on me. 
you know, I can go like hours, maybe even the whole morning or afternoon without texting him. And he'll just kind of check in like, hey, how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling? And we'll go back and forth like that. You know, I've been in relationships where the guys are very needy and they like constantly need me to text them. And like, I just, I don't really think that that's my way anymore. And um, I like even FaceTimed him at some point just to kind of like do a little check in. Uh, but we were saying, like, oh, my gosh, I miss you. Like, come back already kind of thing. And I really did miss him uh, when I wasn't sucking someone else's face, which shouldn't have happened, shouldn't have happened, shouldn't have happened. But it is what it is. I mean, we're both we're both technically single. I mean, if I think if I found out that he was, like, making out with another girl, I wouldn't be very happy. But I, I mean, we're not at that level yet, I think, where we're just 100% exclusive. So I think it's okay. Um... So then he came, uh, oh my God, awkward. So I got all my groceries ready for him to come and then I like jet home and I'm just like trying to cook everything hella fast and then um, who comes first? Sam comes first and uh, Sam's helping me. I ask him like, my friend, I invited her to have dinner with us. I hope that's okay. And he's like, yeah, like of course, like why wouldn't that be okay? I honestly think that's so sweet because there are some guys who would have been like, wow, like I haven't seen you in a week and... And I really just wanted this to be you and I. But he was just, like, so very cool and nonchalant. Like, I was a little nervous at telling him, like, that I invited Sarah to have dinner with us. But he was super cool. And I knew that Sarah had to run really quickly for her flight. So I knew that it was going to be quick anyway. So he is just, like, honestly the best. When I was, like, cooking dinner, he's just like, what do you need me to do? He always takes the initiative. I was making sure that Sarah was going to get fed before her flight. Um, he was making sure that things were okay. He was finishing up dinner so that Sarah and I could eat and chat. He's like, you sit down, like, go sit down. I'll finish it all. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll clean everything. Um, he was just honestly the best. So we finished dinner. He would like cleaned everything for me while I was like cleaning the bathroom and cleaning things around the house still that like I hadn't gone to yet. Cause it had just been so crazy. And then we just got to, um, watch Netflix. So we were kind of like contemplating what to watch and we were kind of nervous to start a series because you know, when you start a series, like you have to watch together and like, if he's not there, I don't want to, I don't want to watch a series without him. But we saw the trailer for this like new Netflix show that was like number one and we're like should we try it it's called squid games and it's actually a korean netflix show but they have english talk over and subtitles it looked hella good it was like it's kind of hunger games vibes so we're like should we start watching this and after the first trailer we're like yeah let's start watching it it is so good if you're into right now looking for something to binge watch go binge watch squid games like it is hella hella good so we ended up watching like five hours of Squid Games and then uh, he went home and then I um, woke up today and went to work. <laughs> back on the grind, back making that money. Damn, I've been talking for like an hour, huh? 40, yeah, an hour. That Whoa. Well, there was an episode last week, so I had to give you a long one this week. That's pretty much everything that happened. Oh, <laughs> yes. So my tramp stamp. Um, Sam did end up seeing my tram stamp and I was very nervous. We were all very nervous of Sam seeing my tram stamp because I'm like, yo, what is he going to think? Is he going to think this is weird? Is he going to think it's like actually like an ex or something? Like, I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. Um, but it was the truth. Like, I did not lie to him. Like, he asked, what is that? Okay, I mean, I... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier. About extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today.